This is a National Arts Center podcast. Find more great NAC podcasts on the performing arts at nacpodcast.ca or search on National Arts Center on iTunes and subscribe for free. Hello and welcome to this episode of the National Arts Centre NACOcast series. My name is Sean Rice and I am the second clarinetist with the National Arts Centre Orchestra. It's an exciting week here at the NAC as we have the world-famous Joshua Bell performing with the orchestra for our holiday concert. What's really special about this week's show is that we are performing a new multimedia work that tells the story of a time when Maestro Bell performed his violin in a subway station in Washington, D.C. We'll get into the circumstances around this performance shortly, but first I'd like to introduce our guests today. We have three incredible artists in the studio to talk about this story and the subsequent artistic collaborations that this famous subway performance inspired. Author Kathy Stinson and illustrator Dushan Petrichik teamed up to create an incredibly charming children's book inspired by the story of Joshua Bell in the subway station. And recently, the Oscar-winning composer Anne Dudley created a new piece of music, which is the work audiences will hear this evening. Thank you, all of you, for taking the time out of your busy schedules to join us today. So, um, Kathy, I, I, I've mentioned this story, but I think it's really appropriate that you, you tell us what this story is and, and, and what inspired you about it. I remember hearing about it when I was a student at Juilliard in 2007, because we all heard about it the day after. Uh, when it the, happened. Yes. Right. Yeah, it was in the, all over the news, but please. Yeah. Well, it was several years later that I heard about it. Okay. Um, when my husband actually sent me a link to the YouTube video of people through the subway yeah. station not <laughs> listening. And more importantly, Gene Weingarten's uh, story that he did for the Washington Post. Okay. They had set up the experiment saying, what will happen if we put a world-class violinist in the subway station, just dressed, Gene's baseball cap, mm-hmm. uh, what will happen? He'll play for 43 minutes. And it was at the peak of morning rush hour, right? It was at morning rush hour, yeah. yep, on a Friday in January. Mm-hmm. And they discussed whether they would need extra police on hand for crowd control and all that sort of stuff. Well, it couldn't have been less need for crowd control. (laughs) Um, As most people know now, Mm -hmm. over a thousand people passed through the station during the 43 minutes that he played. Only seven stopped for more than a minute. But the thing that caught my attention most in the story was the line that said, every time a child passed through the station, the child wanted to stop, and every time the adult with them pulled them along mm. on their way. And so I thought, okay, well, Gene Weingarten has told a wonderful story about this event called Pearls Before Breakfast. I still mm. remember that. Um, but there's another story to be told here, and mm. it's the story of a child who wanted to stop and was mm. denied the opportunity. So it's it's the it's another perspective of the, mm-hmm. of the story that mm-hmm. okay and and so can you tell us about the this lovely book you wrote the man with the violin well when did, when when, did, when was the moment that you I mean obviously you, you saw the story saw the YouTube video and and you were inspired but I was. did you know you wanted to make a book immediately after you after you saw this yes I did okay All right. um, <laughs> and um, there were so many wonderful details in Jean Weingarten's story that I tried to wedge into my story mm-hmm. um, but. Always when you're writing for children, you have to 
get to the main thing. What is the story, mm-hmm. really? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I often use the example of my first book, which was read as best, yes. um, like 35 years ago. And it was kind of blah, 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 until I figured out that what the story was, was from the kid's point of view, my mom doesn't understand about red. Mm. So with this story, what was the story? The story is that Dylan is someone who notices things. His mom is someone who doesn't. Mm -hmm. And once I had that pared down, it was much easier to figure out where more paring down Mm-hmm. could happen. Well, as you read the story, it's it's quite sweet and charming to see the child and 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 how the mind is immediately activated and it conti- that activation stays through to the end for for me when I read it and how the the musical moment and subsequently hearing it on the radio the story that the child is because this is a fictionalized version of events, right? You, you, you yes, did, I mean yes, Dylan yeah, yeah. is a made up boy. Yeah, of yeah. course. The man, based the, on, yeah. the man with the violin, he's a real guy. Yeah. He's a real boy. <laughs> yes, he's very good. <laughs> and there is information at the back that, yes. that does yes. outline who but he I, is. But I really enjoyed how by the end of it, um, the mother is aware too suddenly yeah. what 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 had she happened. She has been convinced. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so uh, the words are there, right? Yes, you, of course. You do the best you can with them. You send them to the publisher and hope they're going to be as excited about the story as you are. Right. They send you back to rewrite. They send you back to rewrite <laughs> again. And then they send you back to rewrite again. And eventually okay. they say, okay, now we'll go. So and I, then okay, it's, sorry, it's then it's like, okay, now we know they're going to do the book. Who are they going to hire to do the illustrations? Right. Before we get to that, though, I wanted to know, okay. did you contact Joshua Bell? Did you reach out to his management? Or no. was this purely, you're like, I'm doing this. Just, yeah, I just, love it. Just okay. did it, and I I did not actually know any about anything about the legalities of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but my instinct told me, well, this is an event that happened. Yeah, it it happened, and and there are many stories that could be told about an event that happened. Mm-hmm. It happens to involve a real person, right? But it's very complimentary to that person. Oh, of course, yes. So I don't think there'll be a problem. No, I don't, I'm not looking at it from but, that perspective. I'm just wondering yeah. what his reaction was. Did, well, you, did it, you get to meet him at a certain point after this book was... After the book, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. He, he did see a PDF of the book before it came out Okay. Um, because Anik Press was asking him if he would do you know one of those little tender messages for the yes. cover of the book, mm-hmm. figuring that would give it some credibility. Yeah. Um, and also had to ask permission to use his photograph. Of course, um, yeah. On yeah. a page where Dushan so brilliantly yeah, so illustrates all the other things biography. that go on behind creating art. <laughs> yeah, yes, um, but it wasn't until we had like advanced copies for reviewers, mm-hmm. and right around that time, uh, Joshua Bell was coming to do a concert in Toronto. Okay, and so I thought, well, I am going. I've mm-hmm. only ever watched him play on the screen of my computer. Mm-hmm. I need to see this guy in real life, mm-hmm. and. Um, uh, so I went, and it was arranged ahead of time with his his people. Yes, of course. That um, <laughs> that I could go backstage oh, and nice. give him a copy of the book. Nice, at that time. Well, that's lovely. Yeah. And so um, we'll get back to the the creation of the of the book. And Deshaun, you were you were put in touch with Kathy, or was it was it done through the uh, the publisher? I think that, that it's uh, Rick from Danny Press actually approached me, and he mentioned there is an interesting book. Would you like to see that? Mm-hmm. Read it. Sure, why not, of course, but immediately when I read it, for di- for different reasons, I, I immediately decided to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, first thing is, uh, of course, it's an it's amazing story, and Katie did it brilliantly. The second thing is that uh, uh, I, as an illustrator, 
always feel a challenge to do something coming from another art. Mm -hmm. So mixing different arts, doing something in my art, which is actually supposed to be from other art, from music, how to explain, how to show music, how to, that's a challenge. That was a big challenge for me. Yeah. And that was the reason I always liked challenges. And that was the, re the main reason why I decided to do that. Well, the music in, in your illustrations takes on a very colorful, it's, it's the most vibrant color of every page, right? Uh, yes, yeah. in, in a way. Of, well, I, I wouldn't say vibrant, I would say sophisticated. Okay. Because uh, uh, my first idea about uh, illustrations were, okay, that's the music of violin. Violin is specific. Violin is different than piano, for example, or mm. some other, or your instrument. Yeah, the clarinet. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a difference. Yeah. And what I see and what I feel in my head thinking about violin is that that's, that's enormous movement, but soft movement around the, the, mm -hmm. the space. Mm -hmm. So I, did, I actually tried through the illustrations to make that, that kind of feeling that uh, my movement, I, all the time when I was drawing, I was listening for violin music all the time because it's something like that my my, my movement of my head with the pencil mm -hmm. uh was doing the like like a sound of violin or mm -hmm. something like that so that was my biggest challenge and i i believe i did it in a in a, in a right way i think it's quite beautifully done yeah have you seen and you've so, obviously seen what what the uh visual company more uh, normal is actually just uh, a minute of uh, oh. a video. I never saw that. You'll see tonight, though, right? Tonight okay, good. The first time. Oh, this will be your first time seeing yeah, it. Yes, so I might be. I think they did a really great job. Exhausted or jumping yeah. from the. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. Yeah, no. we're not in the balcony. <laughs> sure. No jumping. No, no jumping. jumping. No. Well, I even cannot uh, uh, go out of this building, so I don't know what to do. <laughs> <You can't> <laughs> <laughs> I'm referring to this. All the, the maze ways in this building after the construction, it's, it's still hard to find your way in and out <laughs> sometimes. Um, and uh, you're, you've done a lot of illustrations for, for children's books, but also you've, you've done illustrations for, for newspaper publications and, 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 yes, and uh, continue to do so, right? Yes, actually, my, my whole professional, professional life uh, went in, in two lines. One mm -hmm. is doing for kids, children's books. Mm -hmm. I did it for the last 50 years. And, but at the same time, parallel, I did political cartooning for newspapers, mm. which is completely different. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> and uh, very often people ask me, how do you manage to do that, both things, mm. one for kids and why? And, uh, and then I, I, I've been thinking and I believe that my answer is truthful, pretty truthful. Uh, it's actually that I believe as an illustrator for kids, I, I, I think I said, maybe you, you read somewhere that I said that, that actually even writers and illustrators uh, doing for kids, in some way, we are lying to them. We want to be nice. We want mm -hmm. to teach them uh, the best things about life. Mm -hmm. But that's not true. The life is something, always something different. Mm -hmm. So my feeling is that they come to 18th, they suddenly are in front of the door where it says life is here. <laughs> yeah. And when they enter, life is different. Mm 
So I'm sure that they, at some point, they start thinking, why they lied us? I, I, I felt that way. They told us that life is going in different uh, rhythm, completely different. What is this? Mm-hmm. So as political cartoonists, I'm trying to punish adult people. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Particularly politicians. I see, I see. For the yeah. life that they prepare for kids. I see, yeah. I understand. <laughs> um, before we talk to Anne about the music, I'm curious, do either of you have any experience in music as yourselves growing up or even now? Did you, Was music something that was part of your lives or is this was this a new approach to um, experiencing music or an introduction maybe because you talked about finding ways to illustrate the violence yeah, that, yeah. but that's something different it's yeah. not uh, I'm, I'm I'm not musician mm-hmm. I don't play anything oh, I yeah. just like to, to listen but what I would like to say think, thinking about this event tonight mm-hmm. uh, we actually made a beautiful circle everything started with the music in the subway mm-hmm. station yep then it goes to another art, which is writing. Mm-hmm. Then I followed with art, visual arts mm-hmm. illustration, mm-hmm. and then we come to N, exactly. which actually finished the whole full circle. I was thinking about that earlier today. I think it's quite cool. And and so and you've known uh, Josh Bell spoke last night on stage that he's known you a long time, that you're good friends, and and that um, you've written for him before, and so. How were you approached about this project? Because this is a co-commission, not with just our orchestra at the National Arts Center, but also with, um, was it National Symphony? National Symphony in Washington. Right. Yes, I knew about the story. I, I knew about the story. I knew about the event mm-hmm. um, of Joshua playing in the subway, but I didn't know about the book. And um, so I was approached by Joshua. Would I be interested in writing the music for this thing? And when was this? Oh, probably two years okay. ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so I got the book and I immediately thought this would be a great, a great thing. Mm-hmm. But it's quite an awesome responsibility, yeah. <laughs> you know, because as you say, I'm completing the circle. <laughs> yes. So, um, but I loved the book and I loved the illustrations and I loved the simplicity of the story. And the it would have been certainly the sort of book I would have read with my daughter when she mm. was young because it's... It's a simple story. There's not too many words, and there's so much in the illustrations to talk mm-hmm. about. So there's so much to relate to children about. And um, the pieces I've written for Joshua before have actually been for children. Okay. We, we did some musical fairy tales with the cellist Stephen Isselis. Okay, lovely. And I love the fact that Joshua, who's you know one of the finest violinists in the world, he's very concerned with getting music to children. It's very and, evident in yeah. the way he talks about music, yeah. And, and I, I'm so touched by that, and so I was very honoured to be asked to do it. Mm. Can you talk about the the way you constructed the work? Is, is, there, is there a particular theme that represents anything, or is, is there a structural um, uh, devices that, that imply parts of the story? Do you mind me asking? Well, it's, it's difficult. You know, you start yeah. with a... As a piece of music, you start with a blank page, really. Mm-hmm. And where, a lot of music I write, I write quite a lot of music for film and TV. Yes. And the pictures will give you the structure. Mm-hmm. You know that this piece is going to have to last two minutes and it's going to have to do certain things at certain points mm-hmm. because of the points in the in the film. But these are still pictures. Yes. So they're not moving. And so the idea... Um, I, I knew that they would eventually be animated, but, you know, I had to sort of... 
imagine in my head how long each scene would be mm -hmm. divided up into various scenes. Because there's also a narrator, right, on stage. There's a narrator, yes. Yeah. And yeah. so you need to tell the story and the piece, I think they asked me for a piece that lasted about 12, 13, mm -hmm. 14 minutes. Mm -hmm. So I sort of looked at the story and I thought, well, okay, so we'll spend maybe two minutes in the opening when mm -hmm. the concourse where the people are passing by. Mm -hmm. I don't want to wait too long before you hear the violin. Of so course. then the violin comes in and then the boy is transported by what the violinist is playing. That's like scene two. Maybe that should last about two minutes, two, three <laughs> minutes. And then let's find a way of getting down to the subway. Let's have a piece for the orchestra to make a big noise when the <laughs> yeah, train yeah, comes yeah. in, <laughs> yeah. which is great fun. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, so so I sort of tried to make this uh, this idea in my head. So I was sort of scoring pictures that weren't there. Okay. You see what yeah, I mean? Absolutely, yeah. And also because when the child gets to school, he, he can't get out of his head all the music that he's heard mm -hmm. previously. So the themes that we hear when Joshua first back. plays yeah. them have to keep coming back yes. in a slightly different way, you know, and, and there's you know, variations mm -hmm. and things. So it's been a great piece to work on. I've, mm. I've really enjoyed it. And of course, Joshua is fantastic. Yeah. Did you have any uh, consultation with him about um, any of the music that he played while he was at the subway? Did that influence any of your choices? No, it didn't okay. really. Yeah. Uh, it didn't. I was just curious. No. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's beautiful, by the way. I, we're all really enjoying playing it and it's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I think, I mean, you've, you've obviously captured a part that just displays his his incredible tone and sound beautifully. It's, there's so many whimsical moments and also very playful, yeah. playful sounds. I, from my ear, well, yes. I, I sit in the back. <laughs> and of but, course, he's a great virtuoso, yes, so you sometimes yeah. have to write things which are quite hard. Because <laughs> 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 he likes to play, you know. He, he's got to sort of show strut his stuff a bit. Yeah. But he, he does indeed have the most beautiful sound, and that, yeah, that's probably so. the most important aspect mm. of what I've tried to write. And the orchestra sounds amazing. I'm so oh, pleased with them. They sound... Well, we're having a lot of fun, and and we're 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 feeling really privileged that this project is is on is in our season and in our, in our yeah it's it's Good. really nice. Not you had not all met each other yet, have you? No, this is first the first time. time. Well, this is first time I've met. Well, I've met. And you, of course, you two work together. Of course, on the book. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, my apologies. But but yeah, I mean, this is yeah. the first time you work. You've met yeah. them and worked with them. So. Um, it's, and it's, I was so excited, I have to say, by that whole subway stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I was dying yeah. to see what it would do. I knew it would be some big, rumbly cacophony mm -hmm. of sound and, and yet still be music. And yeah. it was yeah. really fun to see what So you've been at the rehearsals. I was at the rehearsal okay. this morning. Great. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun tonight. So thank you all oh, so yeah. much for doing this and uh, really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. This has been a National Arts Centre podcast produced in Ottawa by NAC New Media. Send us your comments and questions. Email us at nacpodcasts at gmail.com. Visit the podcast section of the iTunes store, where you can rate and comment on this podcast. We love to hear from you. Remember, you can find more great NAC podcasts at necpodcast.ca or search on National Arts Centre on iTunes and subscribe for free. Until next time, goodbye from Canada's National Arts Centre.